Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your host, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Thank you, Wade. This is California School News Radio, the voice of education in California. Welcome to the program. Every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on WSRadio.com, we bring you newsmakers from the world of education to discuss what's going right in our schools from the perspective of administrators, teachers, students, parents, and community members. I am Kevin Osmus of VMA Communications. Drew Slosberg is off this week, and our guest this morning is Pioneer High School Math Department Chair Javier Gonzalez. Welcome to the program, Javier. Thank you. My pleasure to be here. Okay. And uh, also with us, I'll be chiming in a little bit uh, later, is uh, uh, Pioneer High School Class of 2017 graduate and current uh, Cal State Long Beach student, Alejandro Vasquez. Did I, pronounce, did I pronounce your name right? Yeah, you're good. Okay. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're good. Um, and uh, Javier, uh, known as Mr. G to all his uh, students and everybody, when I came in the, uh, with the school today and they said, well, uh, we find Mr. G out there. That's an honorific that you have earned over the years. And as part of your uh, duties as director of the Pioneer Math Academy, which we will be discussing here very shortly, and also a protege, I guess, if you will, of Jaime Escalante, uh, the, the famous uh, a, uh, Garfield High School teacher who became uh, uh, very famous in the 1980s and had the movie, Stand and Deliver. It was made uh, after him, Edward James Olmos. Now, you're not going to believe this. I'm going to admit something to you that, uh, that's going to stun you. Okay? Oh, my goodness. I never saw the movie Stand and Deliver. Do you know that it is the number one most seen movie of all time? About 15 years ago, it surpassed Gone with the Wind. Yeah, okay, I haven't seen Gone with the Wind Shame either. on you. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm ashamed. I, I am uh, so ashamed. The, the only reason why it's the most seen movie of all times is because it's such an inspirational story that us teachers and professors at the university level, we use it as an inspiration to become, so that we can get more people interested in becoming teachers. Every teacher, probably every math teacher in the, in the country, is, well, maybe in the world, has uh, seen this movie at some point or another. Except for yourself. Well, I'm not a math teacher, and in fact, I would not <laughs> even classify myself as a math student. Uh, <laughs> I should have had you as a student. Uh, you would. Thanks for coming on the program. Uh, uh, Jaime Escalante, well, we'll talk a little bit about him, because he, he came... He got hired at Garfield High School. So I'll let you pick up the story. Sure. Um, he originally was a computer technician for a computer company. And so he wanted to make a difference because the people that they were hiring were coming in with low mathematics and computational skills. Uh, but a long time ago, right? I mean, way before the modern computers, obviously. So he went to uh, Garfield High School, but he did not initially start teaching calculus. They gave him, of course, as a new teacher, and mind you, he was already old in age, uh, but he wanted to make a difference, and so he said, I would like to teach algebra. And then he noticed that the kids uh, could do more than just algebra, so he said, can I please teach algebra one and algebra two at the same time? Well, you can't do that. There's not enough minutes in the year, 180 school days. He said, it's okay, I'll do it during the summer. I'll finish up. So he said, okay, you want to try it? Go for it. So he was able to teach Algebra one and Algebra two together the whole year, um, both during the school year and summer school. Now, this is way back before air conditioners, <laughs> and so you could already imagine the classroom in the summer with kids. Now, typically, the kids that went to summer
summer school were those that were needing credit. So these were kids that were for the first time going to summer school to be accelerated. But he didn't stop there. He said, now I'd like to teach them pre-calculus because I think they can handle calculus. And of course, the administration went crazy. How dare you? How could you? He got a lot of flack. He didn't get a lot of support from, uh, from, the, from the top in the beginning. In the beginning, uh, until Mr. Gradillas, a new principal, came in. And a lot of the credit really goes to administration and support from administration. If you were to ask me today why I am where I am and all of this that I do, I'm going to tell you the number one reason is because of administration. In Jaime's case, it was the same story. The principal who was there, she didn't believe that he could do this. But when Mr. Gradillas came in, our, my principal at the time, he basically said, Jaime, what is it that you need? You want to do this? I'll make it happen for you. And so it's very clear that uh, the support has to be there. So then he was able to then convince the kids and their parents to give up summer school. And then he took off with pre-calculus and he created the first calculus. And that's no easy feat to get kids and their parents to agree to give up their summer. Not when it's something new, innovative like this. And, and first of all, when you say calculus, kids back then in East Los Angeles, what is calculus? We've never heard of calculus. We knew what math analysis was algebra two because in my era when I went to high school, if you graduated with algebra two, you were at the top of your class. I did not pass Algebra 2. <laughs> I went to school roughly the same time that you did, and I, I did not pass, so I, I could see where... And then something like Calculus, yeah, that was just, are you kidding me? That's just for the brainiacs. I'm right. not going to go anywhere near that. But, uh, but uh, Jaime knew that there was really, uh, deep inside everyone, there, there is a Calculus uh, uh, student. Right. So yeah, he, he knew that the kids were talented enough, and he basically, his motto was, if the students have ganas, meaning the desire, they're going to get to wherever I want to take them. So he moved them along in those two-year span into the algebra, the algebra two. Then he did pre-calculus, the math analysis, and then he was able to teach calculus for the first time. Now, I graduated in 1981. When I was there in 1981, I only had up to pre-calculus math analysis, and I was still at the top of my class. However, there was about 12 students who were in calculus. The movie took place in 1982, however, the year after I graduated, and that was because by that time he had about 20 kids already, calculus AB. And what happened was that this was the first time that all of the kids passed. Now let me explain what passing means for the AP exam. They're given scores of 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. Obviously the best score is a 5. If you get a 5, most universities will take and give you credit for that class. So the College Board, which is all the United States, gives the same exam on the same time at the, at the same date. So these kids all took the test and they all passed. And of course when the results came back two months later, they didn't believe how could these kids from East Los Angeles all pass. Furthermore, when they went into the free response questions, they noticed that all of the mistakes were the same mistakes, and everything that the kids did were all did the same exact way. So how could this be? So there was only one logical reason for that. They didn't call it cheating, but how could it be if they were all looked alike, right? And then how did they rectify that? So they gave him the option. Now, this is summer school. Remember, we just barely got these scores last week from our school, and this has been the same thing for years. So the kids looked at the scores, and they, they went up to the school and says, we can't accept your scores. However, we're willing to give you a second opportunity if you'd like. 
We'll come back on this day within the next couple of days and we can retest your kids. But this time, we're going to supervise it, mm. not one of your proctors. <laughs> and so Jaime went, met with all the kids and the parents and said, you know what? You have two choices. You can either accept that you guys are, basically he called them, cheaters. Or this is two months later. By then you forget things. Or we can do a cram session tonight. We can go take the test tomorrow and you can prove the whole world wrong. Prove them that they are wrong. So they studied, and the next day they went, and he told them, by the way, he said, and by the way, they're going to give you a harder test because they want you to really prove to them that you learned this. And the reason why they were all the same mistakes in his response was, well, it's the same teacher. I'm going to teach my kids Fifi and Tara and Sokatoa, which is my method of teaching. My kids all understand that, and you can ask, you can ask Alejandro after that. But nobody else in the world would understand that kind of stuff, so that's why they thought that he had cheated. So the next day, they gave him a test, they go back and they grade it, and they all pass again. Victory. Victory for, <laughs> for Garfield High School. I would go farther than that for minorities, because Garfield High School at my time was almost 99% Hispanic Latino students, uh, immigrants coming into this country, students of color are minorities. Mm -hmm. And therefore, how could somebody in East LA do this? Because anybody can do anything if they have the right inspiration, if they have the right teacher. And um, I guess that begins, we just have a couple of minutes left in this segment, but uh, we can begin to transition into your story. Uh, you graduated from Garfield. You didn't go into teaching right away. You went into uh, engineering. engineering. That's okay. right. But you were using your, your math skills. Right. So, because that was uh, one of the Escalantes that he believed that every uh, student should have access to higher education. That is correct. And, and so you pursued your, you know, pursued your college dream um, and, and you got a job in engineering. But then a few years later, you just happened to run into Mr. Escalante again. Well, it was while I was going to college, I went. To, I graduated from Garfield High School, a high honors in math and science, mainly because I had very good science and math teachers. Now, Jaime was not my teacher at the time, mm -hmm. but my best friend, who was depicted by the cholo in the movie, if you ever see the movie, that was Angel, that was my best friend. Oh, really? And he was the one that got a five, and, the, and his name, real name was Guillermo, but he dressed like a cholo, he really wasn't a cholo. So anyway... Uh, uh, he got such a high score and he would go study in his classroom so then I would go with my best friend and so that's why why I have a connection with Jaime at the time mm -hmm. but when I went to UC Riverside I was studying to be engineer and mainly because I too wanted to make a difference but I wanted to build things I wanted to ma make new things in this world that would help humanity and I figured that the best way to do that was as an engineer but then about two years into my engineering uh, studies. Then I went to follow an engineer and shadow him for a day, and I saw what engineers did. They, I mean, enticing was the uh, income; they, they made good money, but it was like really boring work <laughs> the whole day in a cubicle with a humongous computer. And I asked him, I said, "What do you do here? This, this, and this. What are you working on? A little screw that goes on a propeller, and I'm going to measure the torque to see which airplane." And I said, "This is what you've been working on for six months." I, I, I don't see myself doing this. And then you're like, eh, I don't think so. Let's stop right here. Uh, we have to go to break. Uh, we're talking with uh, Javier Gonzalez of Pioneer High School Math Academy on California School News Radio and WSRadio.com. We will be right back after this break.
Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. The book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold and visit harrietlerner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at Peace san-diego.edu. Kenja Dixon was crowned the number one sales executive through hard work, deep thinking, and the revelation of universal talk laws. He now wants to share these lessons with you. Universal talk laws are what you need to know and use in business and at home to have successful and effective conversations. Kenja Dixon shares his wisdom, action plans, and wealth. Each book comes with a chance to win $10,000. Find Universal Talk Laws at KenjaDixon.com. In the military, things can change in an instant. Your personal life is just the same. Just like you protect our country, you want your family protected. That's why thousands of military members trust Navy Mutual Life Insurance. Navy Mutual is nonprofit, providing current and former Navy, Marine, and Coast Guard families with life insurance, no sales fees, and no military service restrictions. Protecting members on active duty and beyond. Call 1-800-628-6011. 800-628-6011. NavyMutual.org. Insuring those who serve. Homeless veterans and their families are suffering and need our support, but many won't ask or don't know that help is within reach. Veterans Community Services is here to help. Amazingly, about 35% of the homeless in our neighborhoods are veterans with families. Low-income veterans or their friends are encouraged to contact Veterans Community Services and reach out for help with housing and other services. Call now, 800-974-9909. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. We are back on California School News Radio with our guest Javier Gonzalez of the Pioneer Math Academy and uh, also Alejandro Vasquez, a Pioneer High School uh, graduate class of 2017. Uh, we'll be having you join us here a little bit, Alejandro, but we're going to pick up right where we left off, right where you saw your engineering dream shattered, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but more of a, I would, I would imagine, a fortuitous moment in your life, understanding, hey, this might not be for me. Where did you go from there? Well, I came back from Riverside, only an hour away from L.A., right? 
uh, disgruntled, told my mom, Mom, I don't want to be an engineer anymore. So she said, that's okay, mijo, whatever you want to be, just remember, you have to be the best. Whatever you choose to be, you want to go clean the streets, that's fine. But you're always going to work to be the best because that's the way my huge family of 12, all my brothers and sisters, that's the same message we always got. Go and try whatever you want to try, but always do your best at it. So I needed a job. Mom says, now there's all these mouths to feed. Now you're back home. Go get a job. So the, one of the reasons why I went to university was the Upward Bound program at East LA College. So I went back and asked the director, Mr. Bob Zuniga, one of my mentors, uh, I need a job. And I'm good at math and I'm good at science. Well, great, I need a math tutor. Can you tutor math? I says, anything in math I can do for you, anything in science. So he said, fine. Uh, so we started tutoring. I started tutoring one of the math classes. And one or two weeks in, this was algebra, the teacher that they had hired said, well, I'm an algebra teacher at the middle school, and this is a high school kids. This is different. I can't teach this. At that time, he couldn't get a job, so what they did is they made me the teacher, and the teacher who was getting paid to be the teacher actually sat down and became a supervisor. And I tried it for a day, and I taught, and the kids were paying attention and learning. And then I tried it again. And I, I went home, I made my quizzes, and I came back and I graded them, and the kids were learning. It's like, wow, this is the kind of engineer I always wanted to be. And so I became an educational engineer. You found out immediately that you had a rapport with the right. students. And that's not easy. Not everybody can go up there on their first day of, of teaching school and say that. Correct. Uh, that is correct, mainly because I was so young. Here are 16, 17-year-old kids, and here's a 21-year-old teacher who's not really a teacher. But the kids understood uh, the scenario. It's like it's either me or nobody else. And I had a connection with them. Again, this is East L.A. and it, Also it was from me. the same neighborhood, same neighborhood. you grew up, uh, in, in going to the same places and so forth. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, so now, now you've got the bug. You've so, got the teaching oh bug. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I felt excited every night to go home. And then so I did that that summer. The next summer, he says, I want you to teach the class, and your name now is going to be Bob Zuniga, the director. I didn't have a credential yet. I was still going to school. So he gave me the class for me to teach, and one of my colleagues who teaches right next door to me, Mrs. Dehart, she gave, he, he gave her the other class, and he says, go out and teach, and do because he trusted us. He had seen what we had done with the kids and the results. And so from then on, then I started teaching geometry, and right next door to me was Jaime Escalante. And so during my breaks, I would go over to the Jaime Escalante class right next to in the nursing building, and he would have 90 kids in the summer taking Algebra two pre-calculus. And I would sit there, and I would marvel at the things that he was able to do and how he had the connection with the kids and how he could get, by this time, mind you, he had 90 kids because it was a prideful thing to do at Garfield High School. You know how athletes carry jackets, letterman's jackets with sports? Absolutely. You see, the calculus kids had jackets that said, and T-shirts, AP bound. So he had the blue jackets, a calculus AB. He had the red jackets, calculus BC. And so he had the streamline of kids headed into calculus over the hundreds. So by now, he was already passing more than 100 kids, which resulted in better scores than anybody in the whole nation. Wow. So that is, you know, if, if you're going to look up to someone, and, and, and then he's, so did you go and talk to him? I did. Have a few conversations? Did he remember you? Oh, definitely, because I spent so much time in his classroom, and I asked, and I told him, I'm confused. I don't know what to do. I want to be an engineer, but I love teaching. And he says, well, why don't you go into teaching? And he says, can you give me some pointers? 
And he said, yes, sure, let me tell you what some of the things that I teach. Now, he had his own sophisticated way of teaching certain things, but in particular, he said that it's important to teach students to make errors and understand that errors are fine because the way we learn in real life is through errors, and it's okay to make mistakes. So go ahead and make all your mistakes because in mathematics, correcting your mistakes is the best way of learning. And he said, if you want to make a difference, you have to start at the younger grades and get start recruiting and start, start planting, planting that bug that students can reach calculus by the, by the high school years, but you got to get them young. Which then, uh, many years later, now that I have the math academy, you just saw earlier today, fifth graders and sixth graders and seventh graders at the high school level learning algebra and geometry, which in the future will put them into calculus A, B, and B, C. That's phenomenal. That is really a phenomenal. And so now we are now we're at the math academy. Let, let's jump a little bit. You've caught the teaching bug. You've gotten the advice from uh, Jaime Escalante. Soon you will get your teaching credential, and soon you will get hired by Pioneer High School. That is correct. I got hired by Weird Union High School District. Initially, I, I worked seven years in the Horizons office, and I was given the opportunity to go into all the math classes freely and tutor in any level and then stay after school and tutor at that at any level. It was here really that I discovered all my techniques because the reason why students go to tutoring after school is because they don't understand to begin with in the classroom. So then you go after school. So I had to create creative ways for the kids to learn it in a different way from what the teachers were doing. So I would go into all the math classes. I would help them in class, and then I would entice them to come over. I'll help you after school. I'll help you before school. And then the kids started coming after school. So I did this for seven years. And then in 1990, when I finally got my degree, mind you, no credential yet, they hired me on an emergency credential for approximately six years. That's a long emergency. Wow. <laughs> did anybody call 911? <laughs> no, an emergency credential basically says you are um, you have a degree, you have passed the CBEST, but we're willing to take a gamble. Back in those days, there's no more emergency credentials anymore, by the way. Back in those days, but we'll let you inside the classroom because if a, teach, if a district is willing to take a gamble on you, that's because you probably have something to offer. And at the same time, you're already taking the education courses. Well, let's just jump uh, approximately approximately 30 years. How many students have you taught now in these 30 years? Imagine 30 years. I teach five, six classes every year. And then in the summer, I teach again. Uh, the Math Academy carries around 600 students. I've been doing this for 29 years. And I'll say it again. The reason why I stay at Pioneer High School was because I had a dream. I had seen what Jaime did at East LA. And so I was, there was no way I was going to compete with him. And so I came to Weird Union High School District, and the newly principal here, Mr. Pat Muscoro, at the time, said, what do you need? What do you want me to do for you? And he said, I'll support you with whatever you need. Well, I need a summer program. I have to do what Jaime said. I have to go recruit. And he says, you got it. You just tell me what it is that you need, and I will support you. So again, props to the administration for always being supportive. So I started going to the middle schools, Edwards, Los Nietos, and, Los, and South Weary at the time, and recruiting younger kids, fifth and sixth graders, to come to the high school and learn and play games and learn math and in a different way so that by the time they got to high school, they would, number one, come to Pioneer High School, which is what I was trying to do, recruit. But number two, just learn math and learn that math is doable. Well, I'm, I'm going to say that you know, they took a gamble on you, and it really paid off. You, you, you've taught so many students over the years, and you've brought so many students into the, to the school district, including Alejandro Vasquez. Yes. Uh, are you someone that was recruited by uh, Mr. G? or um, you? 
recruited, not necessarily recruited, but I met Mr. G in eighth grade. I was in the eighth grade, and he was going over to the middle school, Los Nietos Middle School, to teach geometry. So then um, that's where a bunch of friends and I met him. We got to know him. He was teaching us geometry. And that's basically when we became involved in, in starting to pursue math during summer school and also coming after school to tutoring here at Pioneer High School. So um, slowly we started becoming familiar with him, familiar with the program, and just involving ourselves in that. And eventually that followed through our high school years. From freshman to senior, we stayed going to tutoring after school all the time from Monday to Thursday, from three to five, all the, every day, all day, every day, <laughs> and just continuing the math program, trying our best to excel in the math program, taking the higher courses, math analysis, precalculus, trig, um, calculus. I forgot about trigonometry. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's a class in Stats, there still. Yep. That's right. You're describing a nightmare of mine. <laughs> go ahead. No, yeah. So, um, like, to grasp the bigger picture, it just shows the impact teachers have on students. Because, honestly, if I, f- I feel like if my friends and I hadn't met Mr. G throughout eighth grade, we wouldn't have pursued this type of, this type of route and followed him throughout the years all the way up to Pioneer High School. And even afterwards, like, for example, in my case, I came back. Um, to work for the Jaime Escalante math program during the summer to, in a way, give back and say thank you for all the time and hard work you've put into us. So many years that you went to tutoring, mm-hmm. now you are a tutor. A tutor, yeah, and, exactly. And you're here, and is this your first year uh, as a tutor here? or your First second? year as a paid tutor. As yeah. a paid tutor. You're paying your tutors. Yes, yeah. you see, um, right after they graduate from high school, they become my volunteer tutors. In fact, I've got about 60 tu- tutors that are volunteering their summers because they've already accelerated so much. So now there's nothing for them to take in the summer, right? So then there's two or three of them per class that are helping the younger kids, so they volunteer first. Once they head out to college, then the following year, I can hire them through the Escalante program Mm. so that every class has a teacher or a professor. Every class has a paid college tutor, and every class has about three tutors. Now, their role is critical because a teacher can say so much, but they have a role model here who went to Pioneer High School, who now is in the, at the university level. They have three role models in the high school kids that have been accelerated through the program and now are giving back, and they are these role models. And when we teachers teach something and we say it in a certain language, they are able to do it in a different language, and so somehow every kid in the classroom has a better odds of making a connection to somebody in the classroom. And so we're talking with uh, Javier Gonzalez of Pioneer High School Math Academy on California School News Radio and WS Take a break from politics. Tune in and learn something. WS Radio shows are worth your time and are filled with tips and advice. Add us to your lunch routine and we'll give you a meal for your mind. One person has the power to change the world, impact millions of lives, and leave a legacy for lifetimes to come. That person is you. In the New York Times bestseller, What is Your What? 
Steve Ulcher, award-winning author and founder of the Reinvention Workshop, reveals his proven process that has helped thousands of men and women discover, share, and monetize the one thing they were born to do. Grab your free copy now at www.whatisyourwhat.com slash free. That's www.whatisyourwhat.com forward slash free. Take a break from politics. Tune in and learn something. WS Radio shows are worth your time and are filled with tips and advice. Add us to your lunch routine and we'll give you a meal for your mind. Donate cash, furniture, clothes, and other gently used household items to Father Joe's Villages and get a nice tax break in April. Every donation is tax deductible. Believe you can make a difference. Be Father Joe. Go to neighborhood.org or call 1-800-HOMELESS to donate today. Nowadays, internet devices are an integral part of your home. Everyone in your family has a smartphone, tablet, or a computer. Life is easier knowing that all your devices are secured and your family can surf the internet carefree. ESET Multi-Device Security Pack does just that. One license for all your devices. With ESET, it's simple to stay protected and save money. Enjoy safer technology with ESET Multi-Device Security Pack at ESET.com. That's E-S-E-T dot com. On the internet, your business's reputation can be unjustly destroyed in an instant. Don't wait for that to happen. Building and marketing your five-star reputation can increase your business by as much as 19%. Take control of your reputation and have the five-star reputation you deserve with Reputation Marketing Solutions by DSI Development. Become the go-to company by visiting 5starrepmarketing.com. The number 5starrepmarketing.com. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. 